Welcome to the Young and Rejected Podcast. I'm Donna Marie. And I'm Jess. If you can relate to the title, Young or Feeling Rejected, you've definitely come to the right place. Basically, in this podcast, we'll be diving into the failures and successes of myself, Donna Marie, and our guests. We will chat about how we've overcome these setbacks and how they will eventually help us along our journey. Between work, relationships, friends, and so forth, we know you'll resonate with them, and we hope you follow along with us as we progress in our careers, as you will too. Jess, let's get into it. Let's get into it, Donna. Okay. Bring the juice and the funny and the fun. <laughs> okay. Okay, Donna. So, guys, we... Let's just start with, like, why? Why are we doing a podcast? I feel like that is a question that maybe even people, like, tuning in that know us or don't know us, I feel like that's a question. Like, why would we do it? Do you want to start? Do you want to kick it off? <laughs> Donna Marie's like, I don't have any idea why we're doing it. <laughs> I feel like there's not really any podcasts like this. Like, I've listened to so many. Maybe I just haven't found them. But I feel like we could be that that podcast or that place that someone can, you know, go to if they need motivation. If they are feeling kind of funky about their career, their path. Or even if they're scared to, like, go go try something new. You know, this could just show people that you can and I feel like it's almost like in a selfish way I feel like it's motivational for us too because it's like we listen to our stories and we're like yeah I've been through it and then you have people on here like hopefully we're gonna have people on here that are like you know people that you look at and you're like how did that even happen like how did you get to where you are and I feel like a lot of people listening will feel the same way we are and like come to it and hopefully say like you know maybe you know uh not have excuses anymore like if she can make it happen or like you know different people that come on can make it happen I feel like it'll work that way too okay so I was listening to a podcast the other day and it was I think the owner of Drunk Elephant she was on one of the podcasts and she was talking about how showing up every day to like a job you hate should be the reason why you hustle so hard in your side business because it gets you going. Like, and that, that, I feel like, was a lot of my motivation, too, is, like, to get, to get that motivation. And um, I don't know where I'm going, but, yeah. So, should we get into a little bit about us individually? Like, kind of where we're from, where we met? Yeah. Not too deep, but we can say that for, we can say that for another time. Yeah, it's only our first date, so it's only our first podcast. They don't need to know too much about us yet. Yeah, we'll just give them a little glimpse. So yeah. Jessica and I are from New Jersey, really small town, Little Lake Harbor. If you know Long Beach Island, Atlantic City, it's in the middle of there. Um, we went to high school together, middle school too. Um, and we kind of just clicked in high school. The last year. And took us to the last year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we met in seventh grade. My first memory of her was standing on a desk, um, turning on the projector screen, because she was the tallest in the class. So that, that was my yeah. very first memory of Jess. And for context, Donna Marie isn't a tall person, so <laughs> I, I was basically her hero. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> I just looked up. I was like, oh, that girl's tall. She's been looking up to me since day one, everybody. Literally. <laughs> Even in heels. Yeah. I know, I know. I'm probably, I don't know, I'm 5'10", for, like, for background, but I always wear heels because I'm just, you know, sky's the limit. 
<laughs> and I'm 5'3", if you really must know. <laughs> um, so, basically, <laughs> a lot shorter than me. Yeah. Um, My little sister. <laughs> um, so, since then, you know, we went to different colleges. We've been in different states. I went off to college, and I um, went to New York City for college and I got a degree. Is that by the Hudson River? Yeah, right by the Hudson River. And actually, I live right on the Hudson River now. This is just a little inside joke of me and Jess because I we okay, so for some more background, we we tried to record this podcast last night and I just kept repeating myself and saying New York City this, New York City that. Oh, I live on the Hudson River. Yada yada, whatever. You get it. So now every time I say New York City, it's yeah, it's going to be a, a fun uh, joke on the, the podcast, I think. But this is our second go. So the first one is something that only the real ones will hear. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but if this one's good, we'll see. I don't know. We're only a few minutes into it. But yeah. <laughs> hopefully it pans well. Yeah, 12 minutes. Here's, I feel like we've... Yeah, 12 minutes. I feel like wow. we've talked a this lot This is just already. 12 minutes of premium content. Yeah. <laughs> um, so anyway... I went to LAM College, which stands for the Laboratory Institute of Merchandising, if you must know. Um, It's a pretty well-known school. There's a lot of articles about it. It's one of the top fashion business schools. Um, So I got a degree in fashion merchandising, and I fell into the realm, which I said before, of public relations, beginning with fashion. Then I delve into celebrity and entertainment, um, and then lifestyle and travel. And I feel like that's where kind of we... That's kind of, like, where we started to, like, almost our... We, I mean, like, she worked in, like, the wedding industry before, but um, we kind of, like, combined there for a little bit because, like, when you started working in, like, hotels and stuff, I was also in hospitality for a long time, so I could kind of, like, relate, and I had an internship as well in, like, the marketing department of a hotel, and I don't know. It's just... It's so fascinating, but at the same time, it's very much, like the wedding industry and I'm sure like New York it's very cutthroat (laughs) it's 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 if anything it's just an emotional roller coaster and I feel like but then every industry I've entered so far is like people are just like oh it's really cutthroat I'm like what's not (laughs) I know I feel like I feel like every industry can be cutthroat like I'll send a pitch to like an editor and they'll be like please remove me from your list or like literally they'll just like bash on you for like sending them something you thought was interesting for like an article per se but yeah, like, even in PR, there's event planning when we do a lot of pop-up events or, you know, events at our client's hotel, and we'll try to get some coverage for them. So we kind of, we have similar um, careers. Which I think is so fascinating, because you did an event, uh, like, a PR thing for, like, Coachella, right? Yes. Like, you, like, were kind of, like, behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. I, she, I was asking her so many questions about that, because I just find it so fascinating. Yeah. I think, like, Donna Marie is, like, my... Like, I don't know. She's, like, my Ariana Grande of, like, PR. I say this to everybody. I'm, like, you're, like, my Ariana Grande, like, photographer. Like, I'm just, like, fangirling. I'm, like, oh, my God. But I think it's so fascinating. I feel like a, a, a lot of people don't really talk about the backside of it, which I think is, like, like, when you just see, like, a person in, like, a tent at Coachella and you think it's, like, so interesting. I don't know. Like, I know. So, I, like, I didn't actually go to the event because I'm – at the bottom still, but yeah. I still, I still did a lot of work for it. I sent out all the invites, you know, we helped do the so copy. Cool. It was, it was for Nylon Magazine, which they, they were our client. 
um, but they're now owned by Bustle. Um, so basically, our she's now a director. She went to Coachella, and she was basically, like, with the photographer the whole time. Like, she was having a blast, but, like, at the same time, she was you know doing the shot list making sure we're getting all the shots like helping out with the interviews with media so it's really cool but at the same time you don't see like how hard we're working like yeah i had to go into the office early the next day to send out all the pitches to the media with the photos so it's like there's a lot of work that goes into it it's not just like oh yeah let me put this event together no you have to do the shot list like you have to make sure everything is organized like like as an event planner it's yeah. literally the same thing yeah the same just maybe concept. a lot more a lot more writing yeah and i also think it's like i i don't think people like a lot of people like on the bottom end of it will probably think like you just send someone a free product and then they post stuff but like the actual like behind the scenes of like even getting the influencer to come to the event is like the cool like i just think that's so fascinating yeah you have to you have to know the product you have to be able to talk to it you have to get and you have to know how to like entice someone to even open your email like the subject line of an email is like the biggest a, a big part of it you can't just yeah. like send an email you have to like really personalize personalize it and even when you send an email not so much to an influencer, but to media. Like, you have to look at what they read about. Even if you go on their Instagram, like, it sounds stalkerish, but it's not. Yeah. So, like, if, say, you were both in, like, Orlando, Florida the other day, and you're like, oh, my God, I was in Orlando, too. And then, you know, that's how you get them to, like, even, like, go into your email and read your pitch. Yeah, I just, I mean... I can't remember. I know we're probably going on a little bit of a tangent. It's our first podcast. We don't have rules right now, so we can do whatever. <laughs> don't <laughs> no reject us here. yet. I know it's <laughs> that's the name, but please don't. Um, but I just want to touch on this real quick. I don't even know if you can probably talk about it, but um, is there? There's like a system for finding influencers, right? Yeah, there's there's tons of like systems out there, but the one that like I. I not to cut you off, but I, I remember you talking about maybe, like, you put in, like, something you're looking for, and then it comes up with, like, analytics and stuff. I can't remember. Yeah. That's- yeah. So, uh, a tool that I've used in the past, it's called Julius, and it's J-U-L-I-U-S, Julius, just if you want to, like, yeah. look into it. So, say you work for a hotel that is shooting to get, you know, a demographic of, like, millennials or even Gen Z, so you can put in there, like ages you know like 15 to 30 um and their their audience is you know that same age range and then you could just like keep going and like putting in those filters and then it'll show up it'll show all the influencers that meet what you're trying to get for your event it'll also show like how much they make like per instagram post per youtube video and like it'll also show all of their previous partnerships so it's a really good tool yeah that's i mean i think it's really cool too because it's almost like um like i when i worked in events a lot like when i worked at like mohegan sun and i did um some of like the trade shows and stuff um i got to work with like the behind the scenes of like the grocery shows and like how grocery stores like bought their products and stuff and i always found it so interesting because it's like stuff you never think about like people i never thought you did that yeah like i like the the vps of like buying and like everything for like like shop and like you know it's like an industry you kind of just like assume like okay the food just shows up at the store and they put it out it's like no, they're, like, every, they're, they did, like, a speed dating for, like, pitching. So, like, these little cute little products. Like, the one product that I love, Kodak Cakes. Kodiak Cakes. Well, you know what I mean. <laughs> but um, they were there, and then 
they do they go table by table to like shop right and like you know t- trader joe's and like all that and they're pitching their product oh, like so speak, they held like, an event at mohegan sun for that yeah like okay yeah. God, not not an event but like a, a space for buyers yeah. to go and present their product yeah it's basically kind of like um I can't remember off the top of my head. It's like a food group where, like, you if you're a part of the food group, there's, like, a bunch of different products that are in there. And then in order for you to get your product in the grocery stores, you have to pitch the idea. Awesome. Which, yeah, it's just so, like, you know, you kind of just, like, table to table. You're trying to get people to, like... So, like, in your role at Mohican Sun, like, like, what did you have to do, like, for that event? Like, how did you have to set it up? Like, did you have to be in yeah. contact with each of the vendors? So basically, um, one of the, like, the cool things about Mohegan Sun is they would, when I first started working there, I had, like, oh, I was, I felt like I was the shit, basically. I was probably bottom of the barrel, like, literally, but I had my own cell phone, I had, like, you know, my walkie-talkie that made me feel all cool, I had keys to the whole building, it was, like, really cool, but, um, I was basically the person that I didn't really deal with sales, I didn't really deal with, you know, um, planning or any of those aspects but when once the contact came on site then I was a part of it so then she she would be my main contact um where it became difficult was it was like there was really no time off like the clients when they come they have a conference or they have a meeting like they're big you know miss of Amer- miss america just booked at mohegan sun so they get really high profile clients because we're one of the biggest casinos um i think in the united states i'm pretty sure um, but we would get all these high profile clients and they would be staying at the hotel. So hours don't really work for them. So mm-hmm. like if they had a problem with check-in at a guest at one in the morning, they were calling me. Oh, like, that's so- so, yeah, that's where we are similar again, because in PR, when we get media to stay at the hotel or an influencer, like we would send them a, we call it a face sheet, and it's basically just, like, a rundown about, like, who they are, you know, what publication they work for, their phone number, and we would put, like, if I secured it, we would put, like, my name and phone number, my email, Mm -hmm. and they would call me if there was a problem. Like, I've never had a call, but just... Yeah, I, I, it was just always, like, like, um, like I would, I would be also the person that would go through every single morning. So when I worked at Mohegan Sun, I would have to get there at 5am every morning. It was dreadful. I had to get up at like 4am, drive my son to the babysitter. So then she could drive him to the daycare. It was like the worst setup ever. But when I would get there, I would have basically like kind of like all the floor diagrams for the day. And I would like double check to make sure everything was set properly. Um, we had an expo center, which could fit like thousands of people it's huge it's like basically if you had like the boat shows or anything like that size room and you know to walk that like I I was probably averaging like 10 miles a day just by checking everything and going back and forth and moving pallets and you know I was forklifting I was doing a warehouse yeah I know I was based but I was just like all over the place because it's like my clients would be like oh I just had a package come in, go get it. And it's like, I'm running to the warehouse and then I'm running back and then I'm like all over the place and I'm like, and then they call and they're like, oh, the temperature in the meeting room is horrible and I'm like running. And yeah. <laughs> I was basically like, uh, you know, like the servant of the... <laughs> My life when I was a bridal attendant. Like, yeah, oh, I get it. Totally get it. it I know. It's just like, it, it's like, and you know, I get a lot of it now, but... You know, I love when my, like, because I feel like my clients are a little bit more understanding. They know, like, I'm a person, I'm a human. 
But like when you when you're attached to a venue, you're kind of stuck in that like, you know, you work for a big company and you have to lo- you have to always be a certain way and, you know, it's I'm not always a hundred percent pleasant at four in the morning, so that's that's a little typical. Who is? <laughs> you know, I'm like oh whatever, but I don't know. I feel like it's cool to see kind of like how even though our industry like I mean we do line up pretty well, but like when you think of it from like a broad perspective, you think fashion and you think corporate events you're like how does that like come together yeah but when we like talk about the similarities it's like it makes sense even though i'm not really in fashion right now i'm more in like in travel but like even when i was like it still applies because you know fashion week yeah and i feel i mean travel's so huge right now so i feel well not now okay before this whole pandemic so i don't know i think i I definitely think that a lot of the industries are going to, like, more of, like, a travel perspective of, like, trying to, like, you know, everybody, especially people our age, just, like, working aside, you want to travel, you want to go out, and I feel like a lot of you probably working with influencers that are influencing us to feel that way, <laughs> to make us want to Yeah, leave. that's, like, literally their job, yeah. <laughs> like... Like, is to inspire us to do things and go places. And I'm literally jealous of them because I'm setting up <laughs> what they're influencing people to do. And I'm like, uh, and I can't uh, do this. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, yeah. So before we give you our life stories and go off on a tangent, I feel like maybe we should touch upon, like, real quick. Because I know, like, we're kind of, you know, talking forever. But maybe we can touch upon, like, some people we have ideas that are going to come on the podcast. Like, maybe no no specific names or, like, you know, because there's some people are a dream. Okay, so first up is uh, obviously Justin Bieber. He's going to be here next week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he was going to be on, but he can't fly, so unfortunately he couldn't make it. <laughs> um, Chance the Rapper, he did say, you know, he, he was thinking of doing a podcast, so his managers got him, like, the whole setup. So he, he might come on. He's a little shy, but he might. Yeah. So, if, uh, unfortunately, if he can't make it, um, my cat will be making an appearance, you know, obviously. Yep. Mr. Yeah. <laughs> Donna Marie's dog will be there as well. But, yeah, let's talk about some real peeps that are we're thinking about having them Definitely. on. Um, so, I have some connections with yoga instructors who had a very different career path, you know, of what they studied. I feel like that's a huge thing, even for myself. Like, I studied fashion. I kind of went in a different direction, even though there is fashion public relations. But um, also a fashion designer that I know, um, photographers. Yeah, Uh, yeah, I feel like fashion designer would be so interesting because it's like I want to almost – dig into the brain a little bit because I feel like hopefully we're moving towards like a sustainable fashion so I feel like talking with somebody about that would be so cool and why it's worth it to maybe splurge on a pair of jeans every once in a while and not feel like oh so my god I myself. have the perfect person for that actually like I have you know a designer that I know of but I also know a few people not like know them but like I have connections with them from working in the past who are into like sustainable fashion and I think sustainability yeah. in general. Let's just we're gonna we'll dedicate a whole podcast to just being green. Guys, we're getting so we're excited. At, if if you're watching <laughs> this, you should be equally excited. If you're not, this is not the podcast for you. Please turn off and <laughs> say that one more time and say listening instead of watching. Oh my god. You know, I'm gonna leave it in there because you know what? This podcast is all about failures and we not all perfect. I just said we not all perfect. <laughs> 
literally we're not okay <laughs> That's our... we're young and we've been rejected many times many even times. by each other so. i can send you evidence of many many people that have rejected me in my life trust me <laughs> my entire high school um <laughs> no, but... until we became friends yeah literally yeah because i was rejected That'll be another story. That's a whole story time, trust me. Um, But, yeah, definitely photographers. Like, I feel like, one, photographers are definitely up and coming. They're they're entrepreneurs. All they do... I mean, they're literally the solopreneurs. Like, they're they're just doing their own thing. I think it's so inspiring. Um, I have some people that are in finance. Like, finance, we're going to talk about, like, budgeting. I know a lot of us have student loans right now. How are we going to work through that while still saving some money? Because I get a little heart attack every time people talk about saving for retirement. And I'm like, wait a minute. Should I be doing that? <laughs> like, when, how do we do that? Like, does a dollar a day count? <laughs> <laughs> That'll be really great for both of us. No, I know. I listeners. feel like, honestly, if no one listens to that, at least we'll get the free advice. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is helpful for us, too. So Yeah, yeah 100%. And then... Um, what was the other one? Oh, the yoga. Going back to the yoga, I feel like that's going to be really great because I feel like, especially right now, everyone needs to to learn to meditate because yeah. <laughs> we got a whole month to do it. Yeah. And, like, since we're all at home, we can work out, you know. It's, it's you can, you just need a mat or your rug, like, anything, you can do yoga. Yeah, exactly. If Donna Marie wants to do a workout podcast, we can do that. The whole thing will just be her counting. <laughs> yeah, I, I was um, a competitive dancer, so I know how to count. Yeah. Five, six, seven, eight. I don't think <laughs> I don't think that's how you count for like imagine that the podcast was just like, okay, sit ups. Ten <laughs> nine. Oh my god. So I think that basically sums up our first podcast, right? You think we touched upon why we started where we're going what we're doing i do i do think we should let our listeners know you know we are 23 like i know you like you know in an interview you don't like give out your name or anything or oh wait yeah. that that didn't yeah, make Donna sense Marie's social is <laughs> <laughs> so okay so um my age is this uh this is my address my mom's maiden name is this <laughs> Um, a social, I'll give it to you. Just DM me on Insta. I'm just kidding. No, but seriously, follow us on Instagram. We do have an Insta for our podcast. It's just Young and Rejected Podcast. And then you can find our individual Instagrams on there. Oh, yeah. Just look for a photo of us and you'll see it or it's in the bio. Follow us up. <laughs> and for our next podcast, you'll hear a little more juice about our individual lives. Yeah. Who we are, where we come from. I know we give you a little bit, but you'll just have to come back for more. Yeah, we're going to get some guests on here, and we're just going to make the best out of this isolation, man. I think that's what we're going to do. Also, shameless plug, my business page is at DeWitt Planning. <laughs> my personal page is on there, but I got to give a shameless plug. You know what it is. We do. <laughs> We're young and you got to throw it out there. I know. Listen, if I don't advertise on my own stuff, what am I doing? (laughs) All right, guys. Thanks so much for listening and we hope you guys come back for more. Bye. Bye.